Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show. I'm boarding up the windows with a hammer and some nails. And I thought I'd be the next Kentucky Colonel, but I failed. Got bill collectors calling every time I turn around. Don't sue I'm shutting the damn things down. I haven't had a major hit in 20 years or more. To supplement my income, I open fast food chicken stores. The menu on the wall and the equipment's auctioned out. I don't see. Shutting the damn things down I realize now The bankruptcy is what I should do next It's a damn good thing I incorporated under chapter S That Seinfeld episode Fell short of what I'd hoped would be I'm shutting the damn things down I'm leaving now as soon as I'm through chaining up the door Looks like no one wants to buy my chicken anymore I guess I'll have to do more lousy westerns on TV I'm just going to shut the goddamn things down. There's a bit I didn't think would be relevant again, but Kenny Rogers passed away long after his uh, restaurants did. Which, by the way, his restaurants weren't all that bad. They were a lot better, way better than that sawdust they sell at Chick-fil-A. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470 WWNN. This is Britt Summers broadcasting live from what used to be called the United States. Now it's just a a disaster area, just uh, like a a ship without a captain or a rudder just floating uh, out of control into the sea. Speaking of which, I'm going to get to that in a moment. But uh, first, a programming note for my local listeners. This show will now be expanded to one hour on the schedule somewhere. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's still on 4.30 Sundays, but they're putting it on in other places yet to be announced. And I will get back with you as soon as I find out, because I don't know. But I am now providing a one-hour radio show, barring any foreseen changes. I mean, it... Might go back to a half hour. We're in a crisis, ladies and gentlemen, so even programming doesn't know what to do. So, For the time being, anyway, if you don't hear me cursing that much, that is why I'm going to have to curb my language. 
not so much for the internet part of the show, but you know how long it takes me to post-edit. If uh, My online listeners, if you heard the on-air version of the show, you would ask yourself, where's the rest of the show? Because <laughs> half of it's gone. <laughs> if you want to hear the good stuff, you got to go online. But <clears throat> since this is going to be one hour on the air, well, I might as well just uh, save some time and just not curse and use dirty words. Because although we're experiencing, right now we're experiencing genocide in a Republican kind of way, but it, that's that's okay. That's all right. Do not say a dirty word. <gasps> Someone might get upset. And there's nothing new with that. It's always been that way in American society. Very puritanical. It hasn't changed. 2020, my ass. It's still 1950. That's the American fucking way. Yeah, when it comes to broadcasting, it's still the 1950s. Do not curse. No. But when it comes to death, when it comes to tragedy, when it comes to misery, when it comes to pain and suffering, that's okay. Just you don't say any dirty words. No. Although I'll manage somehow because it's changed a little bit since 1972 with the George Carlin Seven Dirties. There are things you can say now. Ass being one of them. You couldn't say that before. But I'll manage somehow. But death, everybody dying, no problem. You could talk about that. You can even, uh, as the right-wing radio does, you could do cartwheels on the air about it. They're happy. Just tune in Rush. That fatso is very excited about this. He's still saying it's a Democrat hoax. Of course, there's another Republican big-mouth coward who, like Glenn Beck, lives in a compound. So he's under no threat of, of catching this. And outside of an occasional NAB convention, which they've been canceled, and uh, the, the golf matches with Trump, well, he's not going to be seeing anybody. So we're just going to have to check our watches for his lung cancer to take him down. So he won't wear a mask, huh? No. That is to say, the plague that is currently infesting the White House. Shall I venture to guess why? Uh, well, if you ask me, and if you're tuned into this show, then obviously you'd want to know what I have to say about it. Here's my guess on why he won't wear a mask on the advice of his own CDC, what's left of it. First of all, it will remove his spray can tan. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to paint his face orange anymore and put the, uh, little plastic eye things to keep the, the white rings around his eyes. You can't do that and wear a mask at the same time. Or if you do, and you take the mask off, then you'll have a square patch on your face. Pretty good guess. I'll go even further. The elastic that holds the mask on, <laughs> it messes up your hair. Oh yeah, he's a vain little child. And that's why I won't wear a mask. It would look odd. You're odd. He's an oddity of the worst kind. And Jared Kushner? Really? Jared Kushner? It can only be Jared. He puts him in charge of distributing supplies, needed medical supplies. <laughs> this punk? This slumlord? This uh, nothing? Randy Rhodes had a great line about him. He makes Pee Wee Herman look like Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> it's a great lie. Broward! Jared Kushner. The little pukey punk. Who, who's in charge of everything, by the way. The Middle East talks and you name it. Uh, whatever Trump can't do, he puts Jared in charge. And uh, that means everything. Including wiping his ass. That kid hasn't seen the sun, I, I don't think, in his entire life. <laughs> that is a harbinger of death right there. Putting Jared Kushner in charge of anything related to a pandemic. Proof positive of what I said last week. Trump wants us to die. And, I, you know, there's, there's some thought on this because of the uh, election coming up. He's thinking that maybe if uh, enough people die, there'll be less voters. No. What, what makes him think Republican voters aren't going to die? This doesn't know party lines. This virus doesn't care who you voted for or who you're going to vote for. But that idiot's just stupid enough to believe that. He is the world, without, without invoking the name of Hitler, he is the worst sociopath this world has seen since then. Because he is embarking on genocide. The way he's handling this whole thing. I'm, I'm going to go into it later. But yeah, Biden, who's half alive, and by the way, charging $2,700 if you want to see his video feed, if it's anything like the last one where he's wandering around looking for the camera, that's a real waste of money. But without getting into it right now, a man who's half dead, or even a dead corpse, or a, a horse, a cat, a dog, anything should be able to just beat Trump. He is a sociopath, a murderer. And by now, I think it's clear to all of us that as a sociopath would think, he has no problem with murder. And if Americans are dying, he, it's obvious he just doesn't care. He doesn't care how many of us die. He's void of empathy. He's void of heart. He's void of everything. He's just a mass of tissues and fat. And that's it. And a very long tie. Yeah, am I calling him a murderer? He's a murderer. Or to use the uh, 40s transatlantic accent, a madra. And he's okay with that, as long as it's not by his hand. Yeah. Sanctioning death upon people, that's okay. A real hands-off murderer. It's a funny thing, because con men are normally profiled by law enforcement agencies as criminal, yes, and do they hurt other people? Yes, but not physically. It's always been that assumption that con men, pickpockets of that level, that sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's a very unusual case if a con person is involved in murder. And the only job that Don Trump ever had in his life was a con job. So you would say, yeah, he swindles people, he screws people, he doesn't pay people, whatever it is. It's all extortion, bribery, whatever it is, but, but you wouldn't ever think he was a murderer. The fact that he said the other day, a hundred thousand dead, eh, I still did a good job. Two hundred thousand dead, I still look good. So we have between a hundred and two hundred thousand. Uh, we all together have done a very good job. Three hundred and fifty million people dead, I still come up on top. I call upon all 17 security agencies. Please come up with something. Where's General Mattoon Scott when you need him? 
please put something together to take this guy out. Like he said with, uh, remember, he said with Marie Ivanovich, take her out. I don't take responsibility at all. Please, please, by whatever means necessary, extract this orange filth. Extract this plague that is generating deaths through his ignorance, through his lack of leadership. He is generating thousands upon thousands of deaths that are doubling and tripling every day. If you want anybody left in this country to protect and defend and, and save from harm, because nobody is immune from this thing, and, and there, there's no telling how many of our law enforcement officials uh, or, or security agencies have been affected by this virus, we'll never know. Uh, they're not going to tell us, uh, especially the Secret Service. They're not going to tell us uh, because it's a secret. But if you want a country left to defend, he's got to go. Remove him. Please, I'm begging you. America is begging you. Do the seven days of May. You don't know what that is. It was Rod Serling wrote that. The movie in 1964, Kirk Douglas, Burt Lancaster, and it's about a military coup. A military coup. And they were cuckoo about a coup. Burt Lancaster played General Matoon Scott. And I think Rod Serling gave him that name because who could say it better than Burt Lancaster? General Matoon Scott. Well, the whole plot of that movie, if you haven't seen it, and I think Frederick March played the president. The president was weak, indecisive, but a gentleman and a nice man. He had that going for him. He's just a good guy uh, in the wrong job. Uh, kind of like Jimmy Carter, 15 years later. So it was a General Matoon Scott. Wanted to get rid of him. He wanted to have a military coup. And he almost does. And of course, it doesn't happen to him. So am I saying have a military coup? Well, at least until the election in November. As a placeholder, anything before more people die. I'm not worried about Pence. We, we can manage him. A placeholder, anything, until the election. Yeah, I know this commander-in-chief and all that and the final word and the top orders all the way down. It, it With this guy, if you're a rationally thinking human being... And you're in any of these security agencies, CIA, FBI, and I know Langley listens to this show, Quantico. I, 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 by the way, I watched that on Netflix. It's a soap opera. But you took an oath. You took an oath to protect the American people. And I, and I know that a part of the oath was you also serve the President of the United States. Uh, well, <clears throat> let me ask you, you really think we have one of those right now? Is that what you would call this sociopathic murderer? And who knows right now how many deaths he's responsible for, for his homicidal neglect. Take a look around. Just walk outside if you, if you can with your mask on and take a look around at the result of this less than unqualified individual that's in that White House right now. This is an animal. This is a murderer. This is a sociopathic, psychotic maniac. And, you know, I really think <laughs> in all of our law enforcement agencies and security agencies, I think you know that. And how long 
does it go on? <laughs> I have to ask, how many more thousands of Americans have to die while you guys just sit there and watch? You can't tell me that these highly trained individuals can look at Trump and say he belongs in the White House. I don't think any of them do. And this man, if he's clearing the field for 200,000 people to be dead and still come up shining like a golden boy, like he's fine, like he didn't do anything wrong, what do you call that? A genocidal maniac? Yeah, I guess you would security agencies and I know a lot of the chairs of those agencies were appointed by him but you've got these investigating units you've got these professionals in the FBI and the CIA and what have you was it the DIA we've got millions of them we're going to let this happen before our very eyes just sit back and let this guy kill people 100 200,000 how high do you want that number to go well, this guy t takes credit for There's only uh, several hundred thousand people dead. Don't look at me. But do tune into my briefings every night. I'm bigger than The Bachelor. God damn it, how does this guy, how does he, how is it possible? Well, I realize the DOJ, <clears throat> look who's in charge of that. So the, the deck is stacked. I do understand that much. But as soon as we get a new administration in there, which we will... Barr is going to be thrown out on his big, fat, disgusting ass. Right there, sitting on the sidewalk. He said on an interview that he doesn't care what his legacy will be. Well, that's good, because he won't have one. Outside of being a fat, nefarious enemy of the people. Take him out. He is an enemy of this country. He's proven that much. And after all, isn't that what our security agencies are there to defend us against? How far does that loyalty go? How far does it go that he has to burn the country down to the ground until there's nothing left and no one left alive? How far does it go? Brit Summer Show. You know, we've got an aircraft carrier out there. The Theodore Roosevelt sitting out there. I've served on an aircraft carrier. I know how that crew feels. When you're sleeping on top of bodies, which on a normal day, big as those ships are, you're still still on top of each other in your quarters. How are you going to contain it on, on a ship? Captain Brett Kozier, CVN 71. Oh! He has the captain stripped of his command because he wrote a letter 
critical of how this plague has handled this plague? Or is it a pandemic? What's, I, I gotta look up the difference. But Trump is the plague that has befallen us four years ago, and we, we, we're not surviving it. And I hope all registered Republicans out there are thrilled about this, because this is what they want. They got what they want. Death, destruction, anarchy. And he speaks out against Trump, who's, who's, who's a, a fool, and as far as I'm concerned, a mass murderer. This one captain, he speaks out out of concern for his crew. Concern for the sailors on a Nimitz-class aircraft carrier. There's a real small percentage of our population who has the wherewithal, the knowledge, the skill to be in command of a Nimitz-class aircraft carrier. And he's stripped of his command. How dare he say that about me? You know he said that. I want him off that ship. Get him off that ship. You petulant little baby fucker, you. Mental retard. Oh, that's not politically correct. It's not nice to say that. No, no, no. He, that person there, that thing, he is mentally retarded. Much like all of his followers are. And we don't have a Republican Senate anymore. That's been proven. What we now have in the Senate is the grand old proletariat. Just loyal followers that are afraid, hilariously, afraid that if they go up against Trump, they'll get primaried in the next election. They may lose their next election. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And you will. Except for in the southern states, like Florida, where we have the villages. Oi! With their little golf carts. And the women with their white slacks and the men with their uh, short khaki pants. We're in Florida now. We're in paradise. We're living it up. Yeah. And we're going to keep putting Republicans in office until everybody dies. The value of life means nothing in this country anymore. Nothing. No. You know, most ships, uh, naval ships, are away from all of this. Like, Like that TV show, The Last Ship. They were away from the virus things. And, uh, and they were okay. It's uh, similar to on the beach where the uh, nuclear sub was underwater and there was uh, nuclear destruction all over the place, radiation covering the globe. But those guys were okay because they were at sea underwater. And not that they were happy about it, but they found out that they were the last few people alive on Earth. Usually it works the other way around. But you wouldn't think that the virus works from the inside out like that. And for this so-called president, this douchebag, not to take every measure it takes to protect our sailors, to protect our troops, to do anything it takes, because he's jealous of you. He's jealous of our troops. He is a wuss. He was a coward in 1969 in his, uh, what is it, a little, little military academy with his short pants and his cleanliness badge. And how did he get him relieved the command so quickly? Why, it's uh, none other than some guy named Thomas Modley, who, guess what, was not approved by (laughs) the Senate. No, he was appointed because he's a business pal and a sycophant of uh, the the Orange Plague. This guy, Tom Modley, he's acting like the Secretary of the Navy. He's not officially the Secretary of the Navy, and that's good enough for you-know-who. Because all this guy ever was, well, he was a lobbyist. 
He was a, a helo pilot, <clears throat> which uh, I take umbrage to. I served in a helo squad on an aircraft carrier. Uh, yeah, okay, he's a helicopter pilot in the Navy. And that was it. And when he got out, he was a lobbyist for defense contractors. And he is a Trump brown noser. So I'm certain he got a call from the Orange Plague. And then uh, he said, get rid of that guy. Well, I can't discharge him. I can't fire him. Just get him off that boat. You know that's what went down. And the captain of this ship did absolutely nothing wrong to deserve that. Nothing. Just ask his crew a compliment of 5,000 sailors. was well liked he was a good captain but no if you don't kiss that orange ring between the cheeks of the the plague maniac then you gotta go you gotta show absolute loyalty and put your tongue between his cheeks ain't that right ronnie desantis huh yeah that's our prestigious huh? <laughs> governor that uh, slack-jawed wall-eyed moron Ronnie DeSantis, who uh, used his baby, his young child, as a prop in his election campaign, but with building blocks to build a wall to keep them Mexicans out. That was his whole campaign strategy. I like Don Trump. Don Trump is my friend. I like Don Trump. I want to put my tongue in and out of his ass. In and out and in and out of his big orange modeled ass. Ron DeSantis. I approve of that. They finally succumbed to the pressure and put Florida under lockdown, with the one exception of evangelical churches. Yeah, the mega churches. Where everybody in that steeple is a mega moron. We got several of them down here. Because, well, it's Florida. Stupidity reigns supreme. And we gotta follow. I gotta follow somebody. I need guidance in my life. I accept Jesus into my heart. Well, do us all a favor and congregate there. Yeah, pack those churches full. Because the Christians, they don't, what do they care? They figure it's gonna be a rupture, I mean, rapture. Wear all their clothes, or they strip off all their clothes, and they fly naked up into the heavens. These sickos. These morons. They actually believe that. Yeah, okay, so please, do us all a big favor. We can use all the help we can get right now with what's going on. Pack those churches full. Fill those pews. Fill those pews like even Madeline Pugh never saw. Or the pew pole. Just fill the pews. That's right, my good brothers and sisters. Have yourself a seat. Sit right on down and praise Jesus and pass that bucket around. And I appreciate your tidings in advance. Yeah, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen, it wouldn't be beyond him to pack his uh, megachurch and then walk outside and padlock the doors. That's Joel Osteen. That's something he would do. So yeah, go ahead. Pack them megachurches. Pack them good. Standing room only. And then and then we can all say Bye bye bye! Oh one do us one favor, leave the keys in your car so we can have those. You're not gonna need them in heaven. 
Hey Jude, I bet you God won't be coming to get you He won't take just anyone Only good Christian sheep and no heaps Start banging on that Bible And change your party to Republican too the rapture No pants on in the hereafter He takes all your clothes off Because in heaven you're naked Not much to do up there No computers or cable TV Get wings like an angel And meet others just as boring as you I'll listen to God when he has the rapture With no pants on in the hereafter Well, welcome to heaven Yeah, what do I do now? This is the Brit Summer Show, and I'm not happy this week. Because I see my country crumbling down all around me. Everybody sees this, except for Trump followers. And I want to know, why is the federal government bidding against states for equipment? Why isn't the federal government just saying, take everything you can to help these people? Why are they bidding money against the state's money. I'm not just talking about New York. You know, I, I know all about Cuomo, but he's doing it with every other state except except for this one. Flada, with the slack-jawed, ill-fitting suit guy who just caved under pressure from everybody in this state to lock it down, to be a leader, to, to, <laughs> to stop being made a fool of by good governors like Andrew Cuomo. And yes, I am aware... I know Cuomo <laughs> is an old school DLCer. I mean, he goes way back. He's t- totally right wing Democrat. Yes, but I'm willing to forgive him now. I'm, I mean, he's really when you prove yourself, you prove yourself. This man, considering what he's up against, I am astounded by by what this man has done so far to help the state of New York. And no, no. He will not run uh, for president, at least not this time around, maybe 24. I mean, this is his third term, and he's young enough, so maybe 24, but not now. No. Because he's a hardcore DNCer and DLCer, new Dem, whatever you want to call it, and so he's all for uh, Joe Biden. Now, he was on with his brother Chris last week. Chris Cuomo isolated himself. The day before he got uh, the test back, and he didn't know he was positive, but he, he isolated himself just for safety's sake. And he interviewed his brother Andrew from his basement via webcam. And what took place to me that night was absolutely, I mean, coming from a, a Sicilian family, it was endearing to me. It was so cute. I was, I, it was nice to see with all of the death and the misery 
and this sociopathic murderer that, that's trying to kill everybody. Who isn't supportive of him. Yeah, yeah, you'll get your equipment if you kiss my ass. Yeah, I'll bend over you, kiss my brown ring. I'll give you whatever you want. Here you go, DeSantis, yeah. You like swapping my butt with your tongue, don't you? Yeah, give DeSantis whatever he wants. Yeah. But getting back to what I was saying, it was just nice to see these two brothers, they're kibitzing with each other on, on CNN. And that night, I appreciated it so much, I grabbed the audio and sweetened it a little bit. So I, I think you'll understand. I mean, <laughs> I'm not making light of it, but it was the following day he was uh, diagnosed positive on the test. But I, so I'm going to play it because there was nothing wrong with it. It's just cute. I was laughing my ass off, and now I want to cry. But where are you physically? I'm in oh, my you're basement. You're in your basement. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's where I am. Oh, you're in your basement. Well, you spend yeah. a lot of time there, right? Christina says she sends you there a lot. So kitchen and basement, that's where you've spent <laughs> Listen, your life. Okay. Here's what I'm trying Go to ahead. say. Did you I'm in the basement because this is where I had the availability yes. to do this. Right now, I need to uh, be working at home. That's why I'm here. But mom, you don't have to play the sound, but last night I was doing what I do for my family, which is make my mother's sauce. She taught me how to make the sauce. My mother called me and said, is Andrew there? I said, no, mom, I'm all alone. And she said, where is he? And I said, he's up in Albany in the house with the big gates and the attack dog. And she said, oh, that's too bad. And I said, it's okay, mom. I love him and I'll make sauce for him too. Yeah, that's no, what happened. You've always been good at manipulation. You've always been the meatball of the family. And look, some of us have to work, right? I don't have the luxury of working one hour a day. I know you like to run around with your ill-fitting jacket. Yeah, but I have to do my job, and Mama didn't raise an armchair general in me anyway. Uh, I'm not going to sit in my basement. So I need to be out there doing my job. You stay where you are in the basement. I think it's very nice. I have to be honest. This basement puts me in a bad position, and I am sitting in an armchair right now. Those are two <laughs> terrible facts. I'll send you some sauce. I know. Love Meatball. Yeah, yeah I heard, heard it. Among those infected in the past couple of weeks that came up with a positive test for COVID-19 was uh, Jackson Brown. A lot of our celebrities. I just found out just last year, was it the sexiest man alive, the, the biggest star in the world, Idris Elba? And his wife, they didn't just get it. They're they're dying. Social classes, race, religion, none of it matters to this virus. We'll lighten it up a little bit. I'm getting too uh, heavy. Doctor, my eyes are bugging me. I can see peripherally little amoebas or microscopic organisms. Ain't there something you can do? have these things removed it's like i did mushrooms my eyes are crawling with little bugs floaters in my eyes psychedelic images floating around i can't describe from all these floaters in my eyes i didn't notice right Kinda like a paisley Wherever I looked in my line of sight I soaked my head in a tub of visine Why I even tried murine 
you would try Floaters in my eyes Psychedelic images floating around I'll end up like Raymond and pluck my eyes right out You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on the ground. I'm doing this uh, mid-show break, kind of, at the wrong time, as if I have commercial breaks to pay attention to. I usually don't watch the clock, because uh, why? Uh, I mean, if I had to, I would, but there's no clock to watch, you see? Anyway, now you know what the post-editing's all about, and that's why you on the ground on my terrestrial end, now you know how I chop it down to a half an hour. But if you're lucky and you tune in uh, at, uh, I don't know, various times throughout the week, you may pick up the one-hour show, which is has, which has been cleansed for broadcast perfection. But you'll hear a couple of words dropped here and there. But you'll hear a couple of words dropped now and then on the online version, which I hope you'll follow me to. Uh, oh, I should mention that. Yeah, it's still a 4.30 time slot for the half-hour regular show. But so you understand, uh, throughout the course of the week, as the time avails, uh, they'll insert the one-hour show. So that's incumbent on you to stay tuned. On 95.3, 1-WNN. The only licensed transgender broadcaster. Licensed? Well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summit Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! Yeah, Bill Withers died. He died? And one of my earliest bits going way back, I think this one goes back to 92. You can tell by the cheesy quality. And I have another Bill Withers bit coming up later in the show. all the memorializing for Bill Withers out there, it surprises me that uh, no one has mentioned that uh, for a while he was married to Denise Nicholas. Now, I don't know if you remember her, but if you remember the TV show Room 222, it starred the beautiful Denise Nicholas and uh, Karen Valentine, Michael Constantine. Uh, Yeah, Bill Withers was married to her and uh, she's still very much alive and uh, like that. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, SkyhawkRadio.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and the Brit Summer Show.com, which does have the donate button, but all things considered right now, it's difficult times out there, so I'm not going to whore myself this week, but I do want to extend my gratitude and my deepest thanks. To the official underwriter of this program and official sponsor, Ernie. Thank you. Oh! 
Thanks for coming through for me, Ernie. It's a big help. And it's because of you. I don't feel like a lonely saxophone player in the subway. (laughs) Now, there's no ramp on this, but I have to give you a backstory. Otherwise, you won't understand it. Uh, Speaking of Bill Withers, this is one of my highest played bits on the Neil Rogers show. And the reason why is because, well, it's it's a long story. Long story short, the powers that pee uh, at the time were making life miserable for Neil and they wanted to force him off the air. They were tired of paying him millions of dollars and they just wanted him to go. So what's the best way to do that? It's called the old squeeze play. And part of that was they stripped the show of sound effects, including fart sounds. This one here. You weren't allowed to play them anymore. And as Bill Withers once said, Ain't no fart sounds anymore. Ain't no fun sounds like before. Ain't no fart sounds anymore. Cause some stinky corporate whore named Joyce took them away. Say now, all because of some bitch cow, just to bring the ratings down. She don't want Neil around, and that's why she took them away. She blows, 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 you blow, you blow, you blow, you blow, you blow, she blows, 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 she stinks, she blows, she stinks, she blows, she stinks, she blows, she stinks, she blows, she blows, she blows, she blows, she stinks, you blow, you blow, you blow, you blow, you blow, you blow, ain't no fart sounds anymore. Since that yeast infected all skanky joys took them away. Yankee Joyce took them away. Oh man, now what? Ignore. Cell phone driving you up the wall with calls and text messages from people you don't want to talk to. No, not another text. I gotta pay for that. No, no, stop bothering me. Introducing the Leave Me Alone phone from Don't Bother Me Technologies. Similar to a BlackBerry, except the Leave Me Alone phone only dials out and has an innovative feature for spam calls. Hello, I'm calling to offer you a great deal on printer ink. The Leave Me Alone phone from Don't Bother Me Technologies, now available in Halle Berry, Chuck Berry, and Frankenberry. Today on The Doctors. It's a whole nother issue. Millions of men face premature ejaculation Next guest, Tony, can relate. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hey, Doc. How long have you had premature ejaculation? Yeah, ever since I was a little boy. I mean, I'd be in the grocery store with my mom. I'd be having premature ejaculations. But it can also be an unsightly thing if you're out on a date. Especially at the bowling alley. H- have you tried anything that works? Yeah. All I got to do is think about Nadia Suman, and it stops me right in my tracks. Right. As long as I don't think about Giselle Boonchen. Oh, 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 goodness. It's time to clean up the floor. On the doctors. 
You're listening to The Brit Summers Show. Summer show. Yes, I'm still breathing and wearing my masks and gloves as I speak. I was going to give the, uh, you know, CNN has the uh, scoreboard on the TV, but at this time, what good would it be? I did that a couple shows ago. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, it was at, I don't know, 4,000 cases. And I said, oh, by next week, it'll be 8,000. Turns out it was 20,000. So I'm not going to go into the numbers right now because whatever number I say will be <laughs> totally wrong by the time you hear this show. But for him to level the field and just say, 100, 200,000 dead. Bleh. Bleh. Who cares? I still did a good job. I don't take responsibility at all. You going to let this man stay in there? Seriously. You're okay with this. Oh, but he's our commander in chief. No, do you think so? This, this filth, this con man who brings the pillow guy? People are dying. People can't get equipment. People want to have answers. People look forward to our leadership because they want to know. And this guy brings on the pillow guy. He's using his bullcrap press briefings. Uh, they are mini rallies. It's just a stroke of ego. But now he's using it to sell products for his friends. And the pillow guy goes up there and says, read your Bible. It's a good thing to read. Get, get the out of my face. I'm going to put that pillow in his face. That crackhead friend of his, Mike Lindell, oh yeah, he was a crackhead. He's recovered, but he was a cokehead and a crackhead and every drug under the sun. And he was probably snorting it from the top of a pillow. He's a crackhead. And he's up there at a presidential briefing while the country's in a, uh, experiencing this with his goddamn pillows. You know why he's close friends with Don Trump? You remember another ex-good friend of Don Trump? Think back now. Think hard, because it's a year. It's over a year ago. Michael Cohen. Oh, yeah. Michael Cohen. What did he do? How did he serve at the pleasure of Donald Trump before he was president? What was his primary job? What did he do? He was in charge of paying off defendants and lawsuits. Make the lawsuits go away. Well, when Cohen was no longer available, he turned to none other than Mike Lindell. And prior to that, he was also, as Michael Cohen was doing, Mike Lindell was doing it on the West Coast. 
That's how they became close, loyal, best pals. That's who the Bible reading pillow boy was up there. That's who that is. And CNN runs his spots. I I don't get it. Of course, that channel flips real fast when he comes on. You know, CNN's doing a, I have to say, the best job they can possibly do with these unexpected uh, circumcises uh, with this uh, virus thing. But boy, they whores. And I know they... (laughs) I know a lot of majors pulled out uh, because they can't advertise. They can't afford saving money, so they don't have major advertisers. So the vulture, Mike Lindell, swooped in and says, I'll buy the time. Obviously, that's what happened because every other spot, if it's not pharma, it's uh, PSAs, you know, Sarah McLaughlin uh, uh, puppy dog stuff. But hey, Sarah McLaughlin, if you're out there, there's plenty of material for you to write sad songs about right now. That's that's your pillow boy. That's Mike Lindell, who's telling you all out there to read the Bible. Oh, yeah. He sits on the right finger of Jesus. Jesus Christ for extra strength, Dexedrin. When you're getting crucified, the last thing you need is a headache. There's so much pressure. Hanging around with the whole world's sins weighing on your shoulders. And then some gladiator sticks a spear in your side. Jesus Christ, that hurts. So when this thorny crown feels like a vice around my head, that's when I reach for Dexedrin. Well, I, I don't reach for it. Hey! Anybody got any Dexedrin? Hey, Judas! Could you throw a couple into my mouth? Come on, I'm the savior for Christ's sake! Extra strength Dexedrin. Because a headache is a heavy cross to bear. I saw Jesus on a stick of hollow bar. I saw him on my pop-up toaster in the seat of my car. All my friends think I'm nuts down at the redneck bar. Cause I saw Jesus on a stick of hollow bar. I saw him in my shaving cream, so I left it on my face. When I went to work, I looked like a jerk, and I was fired in the screen. Driving home, I was all alone, thinking someone's playing tricks on me. But in the rearview mirror, I could see Jesus staring back at me. I saw Jesus on the stick of hollow bar. I saw him on my pop-up toaster and the seat beats in my car. All my friends think I'm nuts down at the redneck bar. Cause I saw Jesus on the stick of hollow bar. Yes, I saw Jesus. I saw him on the side of a taco and the hubcap on my car. I saw him in a bowl of spaghetti and the side of the smucker's jar. Yes, I saw Jesus on the stick of Hollowbar. Everybody, I saw Jesus. On the stick of Halibut I saw him on my pop-up toaster And the seat beats of my car All my friends 
think I'm nuts Down at the Redneck Bar Cause I saw Jesus On the street of And I'll say it again, I hope the villagers are very, very happy with their little golf cart parades. We want Trump, and we want DeSantis. <laughs> you bitter, putrid, old, wrinkled, old Q-tip heads. I hope you're happy. I hope you're just fucking happy. Because now you will outlive everybody else. Sunrise phases, it's not the place you should drive. We go much slower than you. Sunrise phases, it can make you gush right. Fill up the cocker juice. Depends! Depends is what covers our ass. So we don't stain our double knit white slacks. Sunrise phases, it can make you gush right. Beware! Beware of the oily bite. Boy, I'm not kidding ya You might find someone's false teeth in the soup Don't know what we're thinking We drive big marquees Blue in our teeth We're wallowing in misery Sunrise phases It can make ya just right Slow down, white knuckle Q-tip heads are driving Jukanoos It's your Mahaya that the ambulance ramps the condo provides Up for the headlock dropping dead like flies Sunrise faces, might as well face it, we died It's gonna happen soon Sunrise faces Nice place for ending your life When it don't happen to you Oi! Okay, everybody death rattle You've been listening to The Brit Summer Show Which is uh, sometimes a radio show And sometimes, I don't know, a podcast I will be back again next week Since I have no other place to go (laughs) And I want to thank everybody for tuning in Uh, That's the way I see what remains of this world from here. Until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, good health to all from Rexall. And I'm going to leave you with this, with all of the webcams out there that you've been seeing and everybody trying to bring everybody together. And uh, some, are, some are okay. Some are really bad. I'm going to play you one of the good ones, one of the best singers that no one outside of South Florida has heard of. Well, no, he's... he's Played gigs in New York. But we know and love this man as Guitar Man. But actually, he plays just about every other instrument. And in his isolation, he's been putting out his own version of music videos. And uh, this one really stood out. And we're going to use it to end the show. See you all next week. You have the cool, clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth. Yet there's that upturned chin and the grin of impetuous youth. I believe in you I believe in you I hear the sound of 
good solid judgment whenever you talk yet there's that bold brave spring of the tiger that quickens your walk yes I believe in you I believe in you and when my faith in my fellow man all the thoughts to feel your hand grasping mine and I take heart I take heart to see the cool clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth yet there's that slam bang tang reminiscent of gin and vermouth now I believe Something like that. Hey, how the hell are you? Welcome to Jack in the Box. I'm Jack, and I'll be happy to fill your order, if you know what I mean. Uh, I'd like a Jack burger and a large fries. Sorry, pal, we're cleaning the grease fryer. We don't have any French fries today. Okay, uh, then just give me a small order of fries, please. Look, Chief, maybe you didn't hear me. I said we don't have any fries today, so how about something else? Oh, okay, then, uh, just give me an order of fries. <sighs> Listen up, pal. Who put the straw in strawberry? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Who put the ape in apricot? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Now listen carefully. Who put the freak in french fries? Uh, there ain't no freak in french fries. That's what I've been trying to tell you, butt breath. There ain't no freak in french fries. Now get out of my sight before I shove your teeth so far down your throat. You'll have to sit on a Jack Burger to eat it. Oh, and have a nice day. Sarah Connor, are you still using that regular cleanser for your bathroom? Why, yes. Honey, what's with the dog? Come with me if you want to be clean. Yes, it's Terminator in a drum from Texas. Cleans up even the worst kind of scum. Honey, what's all the noise Come about here, what? Scum. Who are you? You're hurting my husband. He'll live. Terminator in a drum contains revolutionary liquid steel wool. Now you can take out the toughest dirt and an entire pack of bikers. I need your clothes. Oh, what about these blood stains? No problemo. Yes, Terminator in a drum is so powerful, it prevents stains before they even happen. Wow, that's really clean. Of course, I'm a Terminator. Terminator in a drum, from the makers of Arnie Hammer Baking Soda. Ha ha. Deliciously different marijuana. Deliciously different.